Chris, Frank Ideas is the podcast we're on at the moment. I feel like um, this is going to be my mode from now on, maybe for the back 100 episodes, just really schematic, just like, hey, we're here, we're recording, um, you know the thing, as explain it as we do it. I just, yeah, I, I, I can sense a cultural shift coming more towards, like, you know, I've been looking at geek culture, Chris, and what I've noticed is mirror. that far less it... <laughs> ah! No, Chris, see, I'm explaining things flatly because I've been looking at geek culture and uh, I've noticed that they're not into flavor or, um, you know, sensibility anymore. It's just you set up a premise, you explain it, and then you, you know, you put a mystery in there and then you pay off that premise just as just as schematically as possible, like just art as Wikipedia entry. And so as someone who, you know, wants to shamelessly court popularity, this is this is what I'm leaning into. So the mystery, obviously, is the thing about where we will rank uh, the idea that we come up with. And so for that for that reason, it's necessary that we decide in an idea to rank. Again, I, I get that you might think that this is a less entertaining way to speak and talk, but I'm just reading, I'm just taking the cultural pulse. It's who you are. I'm, I'm supportive. It's, it's, it's who I am. Thank you. Thank you. Ideas about things to rank today. As usual, I have a, I have a list of potential ideas that I could go to. I'm explaining that so that the listeners know it. But if you have any thoughts, that's also acceptable. I did have one. It's, it's interesting because normally we do this early in the day and it's early in the day in your time in Australia, but it's later in my day. So I have for the first time, like a bit of like I'll encounter ideas in my day and think, oh, maybe we will rank that later today. Whereas normally I just, you know, wake up blindsided at 11 a.m. <laughs> with urgent <laughs> exactly. to, to get to the desk. But I'm a moron, so I've, I've forgotten all the ideas that came up. What, what do you got on your list? Uh, let's have a little look. Um, there's, It's under the so list heading uh, ideas to rank. We did Underdog last time. That was good. Okay. I thought perspective could be good. Um, we haven't ranked fun oh we took you remember remember the thing that we were talking about in the last episode oh imagine this me remembering this when we riffed on that i never never remember about ranking intersectionality Mm -hmm. do you want to do that i mean it's very it's a very dry just uh continuation of the last episode in a very obvious way which again uh just to circling back around oh here's the payoff moment right now that fits directly into what i'm where i'm trying to take the podcast now just dryly enacting a uh, clinical process of narrative. So for that reason, I suggest the idea intersectionality. Okay, love it. I think that to fully financially capitalize on this, you should start a Twitch channel called Dryly Enacting or something like that. How about this? Dryly Enacting semicolon black. I think you're going to get cancelled, Nick. I don't. I meant black as it... Hello everyone, welcome to the Rank Ideas podcast. It's the greatest podcast in the world with myself, Chris Andrew, and Nick Deladovic. And goodness, I can't imagine being on any of the other podcasts because, uh, you know, once you're at the top, it's a long way down. And uh, we're on a mission to successfully rank every human idea in an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today we're going to be looking at intersectionality. I meant um, black as in like how video games often have a random colour as the uh, suffix. Um, So uh, would you like to have a go at um, defining intersectionality? Like Pokemon. (laughs) Yes, like Pokemon Black. Um, So um, I would... uh, 
yeah, uh, I, I'm excited for us to do this one because I, it's for long-term listeners, this is a payoff of me bringing it up again and again as a thing that I think is a good idea that's going to be highly ranked when we get to it. Um, so uh, because I have such a opinion of it, clearly, I think the really funny thing to do would be to get you to define it instead of me, Chris, but I can also define it if you want. No, you go nuts. You want me to? Well, you've been champing at the bit. It's true. My bit is worn through. Um, so yeah, so intersectionality is um, basically a simple um, analysis tool. Like it's just a uh, lens through which to um, look at the human experience, um, which is, it's really just a process of taking into account um, all of the uh, power status and um, experience uh, factors that affect the life of an individual person and recognizes that for each individual person, there are a lot of those. So, uh, really it's, um, you know, the, the, um, if I was to start as a hostile witness against an idea that I think is great, it would be talking about, you know, the, the dumb, the dumbed down version of it would be about, okay, if you're trying to come up with an aggregate score for how, um, how much challenge or difficulty someone has in, has in life versus how much advantage and ease they have in life, you would factor in every little part of their um, stacked identity. So, you know, socioeconomic class, cultural background, um, whether, they're into, whether they're into heavy metal in the 90s, anything that could uh, lead to um, an experience of marginalization or, um, uh, or shared group identity. Um, what do you think I'm missing there, Chris? Uh, no, that's, that's the general usage, isn't it? Um, and, uh, and I think that's a good place to, to start, um, like from, from the virtues, which is that, um, kind of just to follow on from our our previous episode where we were looking at, uh, how difficult it can be to like, once you start, um, identifying things solely through category or, um, you know, making presumptions with broad brush sweeps, uh, you, you're inevitably missing something. So um, just just what a great idea it is to have a tool where you at shorthand can um, have an acknowledgement that there are complexities that will, that will have impacts in different measure that you can't at, at, at a short distance quickly assess. Um, and, and I think the thing that I like about it is it's a way of capturing complexity that's not that complex. It's just a very it's it's the very it's the it's just a very simple notion that humans are multi-category. That any human being is sitting across that their selfhood is sitting across multi multiple categories. I mean, it seems like it it has practical use solely um, as a function of the fact that we as human beings tend to. Uh, compulsively categorize people and heuristically categorize people or, and things, but yes, because because our brains use categorization as a heuristic tool, as a shortcut to to think and make decisions. Um, we are part of what we're doing is categorizing people, um, and yet the this yet for me intersectionality is a simple um, tool like practical tool that you use to be like, okay, any human being has, is multi-category has to be, has to be perceived in terms of multiple categories. And if we're talking about categorization, then we have to accept that that's complicated and not flat. Um, and that is that obviously that that's the reason I like it. Um, as even then talking about the fact that it's happening in a context of that heuristic categorization, um, suggests, um, instantly opens the question of how much we think that that's a, that that stuff is an absolute baked in um, 
feature of society or versus something that we could resist through correct uh, rankings of ideas on a best to worst list. Um, and, um, you know, uh, yeah, and if that could be, yeah, if if we think that other things we're going to rank or have already ranked um, have enough resistance of that, that intersectionality isn't as critical a tool. But I think either way, I think if you are in a situation of, um, uh, you know, like being part of a group organism where a lot of categorization is happening and assessment of people's um, experience or, or um, people are want people are driven to be seen and to communicate themselves uh, around their categories and their identities. Then, um, yeah, then I would want to have the tool to um, to recognize that those and assess those categories as intersectional. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one to because as you're defining it and talking about it, as always at this stage, like it's stimulating many ideas for me, and and I guess the, a few ideas that uh, the thoughts. Um, in as first impression is that it kind of feels like a tool that you want to have um, kind of in playing a bad game though. Like, and so it kind of it reminds me a little bit of like nudity or um, uh, what are some other ideas? Just, just ideas that like really um, like, because, and, and I, I kind of need to be clear. We need to be clear about this out loud. Um the usage of intersectionality doesn't, as it currently is, doesn't have to be, doesn't necessarily stem from its capacity as an idea or as a tool um, to sit across multiple uh, intersections of <laughs> of uh, of social understanding. But it does seem to mostly be in as a response to um, understanding that the categories to which we put uh, human experience are not universal enough. Oh, sorry, are not um, accurate enough because there will be other elements of people's individuality that, um, you know, uh, will offset whatever broad brush explanation you may seek to make by um, attributing a particular category. Um, and that's that's kind of, um, like you say, is that like to a degree that's a, you know, we can't, we don't have the cognitive processing capacities to... Um, to take in all the information about uh, uh, someone else um, in every instant that we engage with them, even at, at a distance or a close, um, uh, known or unknown. Um, so, so it is something that will inevitably exist. But does that, um, like, I don't hear intersectionality being talked about in a context of, uh, you know, where do tennis players come from or something like that. I, you know, you kind of only hear about it in the, or I only encounter it in the context of, um how do we help ameliorate the suffering of groups um, or... Yeah, or how do we find ways to communicate compassionately and generously around the oppression experience of groups um, or or the advantage experience of groups? Um, you're right, like it does, yeah, it comes, It's it exists in a context of trying to ameliorate um, a suffering experience um, or... Um, more spe- more specifically, again, as a way of expl- as almost a second order outcome of explaining people's thesis for what you might do about people's suffering experiences. Like it's almost like. And so that's a great, I think it's probably, it's not as great. Like, I think it's a really great tool in, in those contexts, but I don't think it's necessarily a great ground up tool because I think it, with better ideas of, um, as you know, my favorite thing to think about is nexus causality generally, like as a toolkit to have for, people understand that everything is, you know, existed at an intersection of, um, you know, myriad factors that we could never, um, 
fully account for, but we do love to, um, we do love to have a one-to-one cause where we say, you know, this bad thing happened that I don't like, and that happened because of X, or this person is like that, and that's because of this, or this is wrong because, you know, the the sort of one-to-one mapping that we instinctively seem to be uh, driven to, I think for reasons of, you know, um, processing, um, preserving processing uh, energy. Um, Yes both individually and collectively, we, you know, it's, it's so much more efficient to navigate things that way, even if flawed. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, the, 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 the really worst examples of the, that one, that sort of um, the moral warfare instinct that comes from that one-to-one I- incorrect attribution um, is, is something that like, the whole list as it's shaped so far is kind of to, to upvote the things that um, prevent that and to downvote the things that, that are the worst of the traps and uh, the existing traps that we've created or the things that create more traps. Um, and yeah. I, I think that uh, I, I don't see necessarily that, like, like intersectionality kind of feels like a intermediate, intermediate um, idea that is to sort of, you know, pick the barnacles of, um, of that laziness off, off our <laughs> society ship, um, to, to get think, better understanding, w- to realize that, that, you know, there's, 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 um, there are more factors at play, but I don't think on its own is it, uh, at least, look, at least it hasn't inhabited a space in our own society that I've seen where it is used as the shorthand to be like, well, you know, there's a, there's a complex situation. There's more going on across many spheres. It kind of seems to exist in just a couple at the moment. Very important, totally. very important and, all the same. Like, not to take but, anything but, away from that. But you make a good point. Like, it hasn't, you know, like, unlike a lot of ideas at the top of our list, like, it's not it's not just out there every day being proven in usage, um, despite what I might think about its, its bad potential. Again, I, th- I think its potential is high, but also, you know, it's, um, there are, it also, it also has a little, it's at least a bit of potential to be, hijacked and used in the dumb way. I mean, again, I, I certainly think, I, I certainly see some instances of people um, literally invoking it as a word, but doing the opposite of it, which is, you know, which is literally trying to use it to make crude, um, uh, trying to hack crude aggregate scores so that one population can be, the needs, the experience of one population can be dismissed and the other population's um experience elevated um or just you know or just a way yeah just a way to create goodies and baddies which to me obviously yeah if i know anything about me that- the deladovics it's that your, your serbian australian migrants do not understand intersectionality fully <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly we understand heavy bread that's it but um the idea of um the idea of uh yeah um but as but also um it has been, I would say the other thing, it has been around for a while, much longer than a lot of other terms. Like there are a bunch of other terms that have been so thoroughly hijacked that they get used to mean the opposite of what they mean a lot. And intersectionality hasn't, it, ha- it hasn't quite happened to that word yet. As in, you're right, um, another thing has happened, which is it just has never gained huge traction within a popular discourse, probably just because it's a slightly long, cumbersome word. Um, you know, well, it's also stacked that. concepts, you know, you need to have, yeah, it's not just... Um... Yeah, you need a couple of ideas before you get to it, which again, you know, uh, is, um, you know, that's 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 an idea where sometimes people use it to mean the opposite of what it means. So I think that's a really good point in terms of its, yeah, like I don't think it's like, you know, going to be a titan on the list. It's not going to be in the, in the, um, in the gladiatorial space with the best ones um, because, again, it just doesn't feel, um, it, it feels like... Uh, 
if the best ideas are at the top, then you're creating conditions for a world where it just is where you're having to do less second order hacking. Because I feel the other thing the intersectionality is doing is arriving at a space where there's a lot of fraughtness and stakes put around um, questions of identity and oppression and power relationships. And it uh, provides a tool to uh, take the moralistic good and evil baddies goodies um like heat out of that argument i think this is the other reason i'm really warm to it which says a lot about me which is that it feels like it just feels like a way to defang um uh identity politics uh cultural discourse um you know to allow you to have all of those discussions but give you gives you a more calming mechanical lens to look at them through which is that yes like you know <laughs> which again is just to keep rearticulating is that like yeah each individual human and even communities at large are made up of a a weird of of a a weird collection of intersections between um status power constructed identities that that power is tightly and, and complex and complexly negotiated uh person to person group to group moment to moment and that um that doesn't that doesn't preclude the obvious fact of long-term um oppression of populations by other populations um that's a true fact but it also means that yeah there's a lot it just it just shows that human human interaction is weird and constantly mutating and constantly mutant in a way that um to for me and again this says more about me gives gives you gives me a lot of ability to give hu- humans in general a break and to not flatten any one human being that I look at into a two-dimensional um, selfhood. And um, to me, that's that's really valuable. And intersectionality is, is an articulation of my instinct around that, which is a, which is a learned instinct, not not a like a grown one, not not an inborn one. Nick, you, you spend so, yeah. you spend a lot more time across cultural spheres than me. Are you a bigger cultural consumer? Is that fair to say? I would say so. Yeah, I, I think significantly. But so so you, you'll have to help me here. I. I don't think that I'm convinced on the link between the intention uh, and um, utility of the idea as you describe it and its application. Because I don't, I don't hear like as you said, it's not one that's caught wildfire. And it's not, it's not a concept I out loud encounter often in conversation. But I feel like, I feel like I just as often will see it as um, as the framework in which there's like the stacking of um, identity markers to equal, um, assume knowledge. I'll see it as often as that, as, as, um, you know, as the defanging, well, you know, well, of course there's, you know, things exist at intersection of, um, you know, multiple such markers or, um, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we can go further. I think, um, for, you know, from my, from my, uh, engagement with the cultural spheres which being marginally more than yours i'd i'd say that yeah it's it probably even more so that it's more often just yet yeah, uh if it's if it's ever popping up at all it's just popping up in a space where there's just a lot of dumb dumb discourse around yeah people people using stacked identities to just to just try and prove political points for in-group bias confirmation rather than it being used proven ineffective yeah, so I think that's like, so I think these are the things that are gonna downweight it is the idea of like, hey, it's just yet yeah, like lack of lack of evidence for the effectiveness of the concept versus my sense of its theoretical heft, and then also, um, it's this is an interesting one to rank actually because it's kind of the opposite on in 
potentially the opposite of a lot of ideas that we've got in the sort of um, second, uh, like the third, the third quadrant of the list, the kind of not, not the worst ideas, but the sort of second worst bracket, which is ideas that are sex, which is sexy ideas that are um, kind of bad, but made really bad by how sexy and viral they are. As in, if they're a bit bad and they're also likely to be, they're, they're proven to spread like wildfire, like I, your ideas, like our fashion debate fandom, stuff like that. You kind of go, oh, well, they're worse than they even are because their potential, um, their, their, their proven ability to spread and to dominate and to um, colonize the, the mindscape is really bad. So, I mean, this you could this one feels kind of the opposite. It's like, yep, it's a it's a potentially good idea, but it's not it's not it's not sexy it's not sexy or catchy. It's quite academic. Like it's an academic idea, but f from academics, and um, you know, like and it's a and it's a model, you know, more than a um, uh, it's a model more than a story, uh, which means that there's less, you know, like it's it's uh less hooky in the human brain, and um, yeah. So for that reason, yeah. So it feels like. The ranking, the ranking position, yeah, it'll be interesting. To, it's interesting to think where where on the list is your ideas that are perfectly sensibly practical, potentially um, like uh, easily de-emphasized on a list where things are where you know a, a lot of like superior human thinking and behavior are use are being elevated. Still useful as a, as still useful as a force multiplier on those, but. Um, yeah, unsexy and unviral, like you know, one that you you you're kind of having to push it. You're kind of having to give it a boost uphill the whole time. Other than like, because I mean, you know, that that's making me think a whole new way about some of our top ranking ideas. Which I look at it now and I recognize that they're ideas that are both good and lovely, and also super viral. Like as in, you don't you don't have to you don't feel like you got to handhold them. Like, you know, like an idea, like a top 10 idea, like a uh, cooperation, you know, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, doesn't need as much, um, you know, like it doesn't need me sitting around making impassioned speeches on its behalf. It's got a lot of uh, internal uh, self propulsion and selling in the human, human mind. It's hooky on its own. Um, so, yeah. So I think, um, yeah. So it's funny. I'm looking in not, you know, we, the, there's no rush to get to the list, but uh, everything that we've said has already brought up a bunch of other points on the list. Like the idea of ideas where we're like, oh, is, is this contending? Do we need this idea to contend with some of the absolute operational limits of the human organism, which I'm not sure if, I, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a clear less yes on this, but like our highest ranked idea for that would be something like imprisonment, which is around 2027, 20, where we're like, uh, where we were like, okay, at certain points, you are going to have individuals who are going to be, whose presence, immediate presence is going to be deleterious to the group organism. And so you need a way to restrict their freedom of movement um, or interaction with the group organism. Then you got stuff like, um, uh, you know, I, something like taxes, um, which is down at um, uh, 44, where you're like, okay, perfectly sound idea one way you could do things, not essentially the essential way to do anything, could be rendered redundant by certain other ways of systematizing society, but it's fine and good. But also it's like, again, it's an idea that's going to, uh, this, uh, like it's, it's kind of a viral idea, but it's going to, you're also going to have to be pushing it against resistance. Um, it's not like jokes. And then, like, and then yeah. 
not not like not like jokes our current number three where you're just like yep jokes great and like jokes are just jokes can handle themselves so yeah so <laughs> exactly even in um you know even uh you know if i think about in 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 favor of intersectionality being like much higher i, I think that um you know like well it, it hasn't been hasn't been a totally viral idea you know for all of its good in our current world but you know different societies have different you know we could see that the different prioritization of, of ideas is different even within your own society different spheres but then of course if you look through time it, it gets radically different um in in many many ways um not always mm. um, and uh you know maybe this is one that in in the better conception would be stronger but i i think that in the better conception it 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 uh it it kind of becomes more increasingly redundant um as you have just baseline assumptions that you don't have exhaustive knowledge baseline assumptions that you um you know you need to look at things uh with consideration and care before making assessments or, or I don't know, because it feels very much to me, it kind of reminds me a bit of um, that classic thing that you always see whenever uh, academics are brought into common, I mean, not, not always, but you frequently see whenever academics are brought into cultural um, war debates or things like that, you know, often the first thing that they, like, they're not, so, they're not so interesting as, as guests on, you know, catchy shows that only have sound bites because the first thing they say on any topic that they've looked into in depth is like, well, you know, it's it's complicated and you know there's a couple there's a lot of factors yeah. at play because um you know that's the natural uh that's the natural uh, phenomenon that seems to emerge from uh in, inquiry into particularly into um contested spaces um and process particularly process-based inquiry that is like, you know, continuous. Yeah, because it's very easy to make assessments and be wrong at a distance and it's very hard to um to take in you, you have to take in a lot of information on certain things and people are absolutely you know contain a lot of information and where they sit in society contains a lot of information and you know what their selfhood experience is like relative to others is is an impossible um currently impossible to measure uh, amount of information um and uh and that's the context in which this concept is most useful is to um offset the the lazier misassessments that can exist and the and hopefully defang the the harm that comes down the line from that or or um or at least at least the inhibitory uh information flow but do you think like i think in a version you know even where we've got like critical thinking being a really high uh, and, and adaptability and um all those other concepts that we have right up there i think it perhaps it starts to it's fall away those. even more. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, obviously, I mean, I will say quickly, I do want to stick up for the idea of, as you say, like, um, as much as the, um, uh, yeah, as much as I agree, the, there is the cringe phenomenon of academics tr being taken into the, uh, populist, populist fear and trying to explain things to the lay person. I feel like I want to stick up for the idea that you could, you could create, you could formulate societal models where, where complexity can be explained and understood in public discussion. Um, but, uh, yeah, but obviously in the, but people still yeah, make assessments always. Yeah. 
Total, totally, and um, and that's not bad. That's not bad or good either. That's just that's just a um, again that that's just a process of um, expedience. And so, to me, I, yeah, I like I I feel like a lot of the um, as as you're getting at a lot of the things that we have uh, at the top of the list are allowing that even are allowing so that even those moments of um, expedience of cognition in life can still be loaded have as many um good frames and lenses ladled in and, and, um, baked in as possible. Uh, so that when, once a, when a quick, quick predictive model has to be made, um, then it can be, then it can have a lot of, then it, then, uh, there can be a lot of multi-factors that means that there'll be some space for nuance on complexity in that predictive model. And I mean, you know, that's, I think that because that's been a good experience of my life of feeling like any, any degree of kind of longer, slower thinking and assessment of, and, and learning of, of um, critical thinking processes or uh, just nuanced thinking processes has meant that, you know, doing that work when I've got the time to do it has meant that in moments where I've had to make quick judgments about complicated things, um, then I've been, yeah, then my pers- the perspective lenses I have to do that have, have been better and led to better outcomes. Um, that does kind of bring me to thinking that, yeah, like intersectionality, in this current world that you and I are in, for me, is a super valuable high status tool. Um, in the um, in on in the version of society we're putting together with the list, um, it would happily be de-emphasized in terms of importance compared to now, because you would hopefully create a situation where a lot of the um, toxic discourses that intersectionality is attempting to um, contend with uh, don't have to exist in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, for that reason, I think, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to look, you know, it feels, feels kind of somewhere in the middle, two quadrants, um, as an idea that, yeah, like, um, I mean, again, though, do you, I guess in terms of going to list, do you, can you think of any, is there anything that's, that's pinging you as, as more actively bad about it or worrying about it? Obviously we've talked about the fact that it's like not particularly catchy and we've talked about the fact that it can be miss it, it can be misapprehended and misused although I, again i think as much as there's evidence of it not being used optimally there's also not as much evidence of it being miss of, of it being appropriated badly compared to a lot of other similar ideas no definitely not um uh i guess the other wondering how na- naive i'm being but um i, I i'm i'm uh i guess the, the final thing that i'm trying to think of for myself before deciding where to but before feeling like I'm qualified to um, think about where it should go is the degree to which it dissolves um, in an ideal world, you know, like how much of my conception of an ideal world is like a, is an idealized one that just couldn't exist, you know, you know, like. um, You know, I'm a big one for sticking up for the more idealized world models. Um, And by that, I don't mean, I I don't mean idealized. I just mean like, um, as in, but, but, yeah, ambitious, and yeah, I because I don't, I'm not interested in utopian um, ideas. Like it's again to me, it's um, because yeah, because uh, I guess part of what you're um, asking is like, can the soft hardware and software that we're working with be, um, can the current, uh, can our current experience of its operational lyric limits be transcended? And I guess that's what I'm positive about is the argument that yes, it can be, or that it can be. That, that it can be that it can find a version of expression that is vastly superior to its current common expression like to me that's a that's a definite yes and um yeah this to me um 
so for me, I do think of this as an idea that has that can have a role to play in that. Even though, as I said before, more as a force multiplier onto the kind of onto the like super ideas um, that are about that are going to be way above it. Yeah, I think that's. Um... I guess I, having heard that, I, I think I kind of agree. And I can, you know, we already live in a world now where it, you, it's if somebody said, um, you know, this, uh, well, you know, um, Susan's got red hair because sometimes some people have red hair and some people, they, sometimes they don't. Um, and, you know, but Susan is still a person. I'd be like, well, thank God that like whoever did that explain-a-thon there is obsolete in today's society. <laughs> And I think in the same way, mm-hmm. I think in the same way, I think that this idea um, w- is hopefully one that can be nearly wholly redundant in that way. Um, totally. That that scans for me. And then, yeah, so really it, it's less of it. It will ultimately be less about what it, what it's, um, how high it is versus like, yeah, how many, how many ideas we have, basically how many stinkers we have underneath it, because there are a lot. That said, I want to, I'll, I'll go into the list and we'll do a bit of a generous, um, spread. So for me, just from my own brain. So my, for me, the hard ceiling, uh, no question hard is at number 35, we've got, sorry, number 36, we have playing it cool. Definitely. No, definitely not as good as play, as uh, playing it cool. Um, listen to our excellent episode on that uh, for our full breakdown of why that's such a useful, a bindingly useful mechanic in life. And then uh, jumping down about uh, 20 spots, um, there's a ceiling. I think underdog that we ranked um, last time is solidly worse than it. So that gives us, so yeah, so let me just, and again, maybe I've, uh, I do think for the listeners here and uh, here and there, hello listeners. Um, it's it's good to sometimes do a run of a whole chunk of the list, um, just to remind people where things are. So, going down from um, thirty six or whatever I had, we've got. I'll I'll just burn through these ideas, and then you can give me a sense of your impression of a spot. So, going down from playing it cool under that, we've got ownership, intelligence, pragmatism, self defense, analogy, small talk, hyperbole. Boredom, taxes, acting, academia, psychology, harm, pets, gyms, pornography, esports, and the mail. I'm not warmer on it than any of those except for maybe the mail so far. Even then. Yeah, I think um I would put it above I would put it above esports and the mail, I think. Like as in Okay. Yeah, like yeah, as as in esports, real great. Um they, um, I mean, let me, yeah, let me, let me talk that out in case I'm changed my mind. So obviously, yeah, it's, and it also, it's just fun to, <laughs> to rank esports against intersectionality. Um, so yeah, so obviously it's, um, esports, we, uh, extremely warm on as both a, uh, zone of, um, you know, it was everything that we enjoy about sport plus the, its own, um, specific value of, um, being, um, like the, the, the digital, um, construction and delivery, meaning that, uh, it just has, it has unique and multiple vector points for both, uh, participant and audience, uh, interaction and the collapse between the two. Um, and, uh, the, yeah, obviously just the, uh, um, extreme opportunity for innovation and creativity using digital technologies and the, um, huge horizon of the development of digital technologies. Um, 
plus yeah everything that's uh fun and um maddening and uh challenge laden and fandom laden and um uh innovating about sport um but also it's still almost 20 spots below sport which you know still has um uh as it, you know the fact that it's an idea that's under a super idea makes it kind of weirdly comparable to everything we were just saying about intersectionality and um for me yeah it's i think it's harder for me not to be warmer to the idea of something that is um even if it's a relatively obsolete tool uh, a unable to be hopeful to be obsolete tool for um increasing your sense of nuance and um uh complex system understanding of a situation um nowhere near as much as something like nexus causality but still you know it does it in the same way using the same sorts of cognitive tools um it's hard for me not to think that that's a more um more better or important thing but do you have uh just yet yeah, do you have a last minute do you have a saving argument do you have a i uh i think that um i'm not too dissatisfied by that i, I guess there's i'm happy to i can see how it would be a really good it is a really good safety lever to have um which does doesn't totally ruin its utility but at the same time i guess you know as um from what you're saying before about trying to be ambitious with the idea of you know you know what society we we could have or um like i just think about you know like what what is it two generations ago you know you wouldn't like we would beat kids for being left-handed you know like we we would you know in in the so-called like you know most advanced civilizations in the world like we would if, if somebody started using their left hand to write you know you would hit them until they and beat them every time they did it until they would do it with their right hand. You know, that happened. Sorry, I say generations ago. That was my dad. And like, yeah, you know, that, if, if right. you did that now, and, you and would now be we... looked at as a loon. Like, you know, it'd be like, what, like, how can somebody be so obsessed with that? Or like, how that doesn't make sense at all. Like, you know, why, why exactly. you know, we just understand that there are points of difference and we understand that, you know, that, that uh, you know, left-handed and right-handed people can coexist but it's 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 kind of sounds like an insane thing to say out loud now um but yeah but was you know so heavily enforced um in the past and potentially is in other societies now i don't know and i think that's the other thing like in that's the other argument for intersectionality is that it um uh is also a way of just um it's it's an it's an it's a historic it has a historical rather than an ahistorical component to it as in part of what it's doing is just explaining history as well which is you know that really has swung me because uh you've said, yeah, you've yeah. said the h word you you got me you got you you gave it to me you you laid that up for me um digitally yeah our current current 14th rank uh, 14th best idea history um yeah and that's because yeah really um intersectionality again to me the version of it uh, the real garbage version of it would be the bit where you're showing up and just being like all right who's got who's currently um holding the ball as opposed to let's um uh yeah like let's, you know like one of the huge huge things that we're assessing in terms of people's intersectional selfhoods is all of the historical influences and impacts on that um and again that's still this is, this is still not a huge ranker like that puts it two spots above the male which is our basically which is the closest closest we have to a purely neutral middle idea um so yeah for me but you know still a still a uh pretty good showing interesting um, one to talk about i think i think um yeah really interesting totally, totally, yeah yeah. yeah i was like hopefully because you know after uh shadowing uh it as a topic for so long 
yeah, I was I was like, man, is this going to end up being like a, a 14 minute episode where we just kind of get something quickly? But no, it was interesting to talk about um, intersectionality in at the new. Hold on. 20, 30, 40, 50, in the new number 53 out of a hundred and something ideas. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, above esports and, uh, very specifically right under pornography. So, you know, that's, that's a, that's a pretty good showing indeed. Mm. And the intersection of esports and pornography. Wow. Yeah. That's all I can yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Think of the team names. The Delanovic heavy bread eaters. <laughs> Chris, that's too erotic. Dial it back. <laughs> Did I win? Yeah, you won. Chris Hendry is the winner of this episode of Rank Ideas. See you next time. See you next time. Motion, this lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion.